Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, it is that time once again. It is that time to satisfy your itch for the Switch It Up show. And it is a special occasion because tonight, as we record this, I am joined by my good friend Seth Trav, not just connected through the internet, but connected through, like, you know, physical touch. He is here at the studio. Physically. Of the Preach Network. As we live and breathe. In the mecca of Preach over here in the wilds of New Jersey. That's it, my man. Like, it's, uh, we've been doing podcasts over the internet for a long time. And before, we did a lot of podcasts in person. So, it's good, it's good, it's good to have you back. It is very good to be back. It's great to see all the new accoutrement you have, uh, on your walls. It's a mess. It's I a mess. Love it. Absolutely love it. Almost as much as I love this sweet, sweet beat. Now, Mr. Tram, before we get started with our two reviews here, I believe you have a special announcement to make. I do. A while ago, a couple episodes ago, we announced that we were going to be giving away a copy of Selma and the Wisp to uh, one of our new Twitter followers over there on at Switch It Up Show. And we have chosen to give the code away to good, good friend of the show, new friend, uh, Writer's View. That's with a W and a Y. Uh, friend Blue Williams. Uh, so congrats to her. Thank you, of course, for subbing, following, uh, loving us as we love you. She may be giving us a review of the game a little later on. I've been playing it. If she can't do it, I'm gonna. Uh, but hopefully we'll actually get to hear from her a little, little later, a few episodes down the road. Awesome, my man. Awesome. And, you know, since uh, since we're all finished with our announcements, let's go ahead and jump right into these reviews. And mine is going to be nice and short and sweet. I'm going to try my best to kind of get into it as much as I can. Uh, and that's going to be with Musenix, which is over on the eShop for $29.99. Now, the cool thing about this game is that it is available on a wide variety of platforms. You can get it on Switch. You can get it on Steam. You can get it on Google Play. It is pretty much all over. Uh, and the company which... For the uh, Stadia users out there, right? I mean, you know what, though? If you have a good enough internet connection, that might not be a bad idea in the future. You never you never know. We're going to see. Uh, but the company that produces this also uh, worked on Voez, which is another um, rhythm game uh, type, type thing. Um, I'm going to hit you with, like a collection of descriptions for this because over on the Nintendo eShop we usually like to read the description and give you a little bit more background information about the game but they put two sentences on here and I just I want to do it more justice than that experience experience Musenix the new game sent music game sensation featuring classic hardcore rhythm gameplay elements and hopping over into uh, the Steam description it's an indie rhythm game that is now available uh, world <laughs> worldwide composers unite uh, featuring M2U Paul Bazooka Lunatic Sounds Meme and more unique visual themes various themes are available for each music 
school genre for a unique sensory experience. It has classical gameplay going back to the roots with classic gameplay systems and mechanics. Real key sound system. Enhance your music playing experience with real key sounds. Um, it has Vocaloid China official licensing. Uh, VC Idol Stardust <laughs> is officially licensed with famous VC music included. Don't know. I have an idea of what they're talking about, but I've never heard of that particular idol. So I want to get into Paul Bazooka. I mean, whoever that is, I want to get his whole discog. Well, you know, he's got the he's got the gum company that's very successful. Ah. <laughs> I mean, that's bazooka. Anyway, uh, and constant music updates. Exciting updates are regularly added. Stay tuned with Muse Nix. You can also um, buy this normally on, it was just recently on sale uh, for Prime Day. I think it was $19.99. So it's sold out over on Amazon right now. Only available through uh, third party sellers. Uh, but on their description there, it says rock out to over 50 tracks on Nintendo Switch featuring genres like pop, rock, trance, RB, classical, and more. Simple yet challenging gameplay will put you put your rhythm to the ultimate test each button press plays part of the song tapping the rhythm is key to a musical experience easy hard and even inferno you have full control over how you want to play each track has a unique artistic presentation to get you amped with the music when you play musenix um now i always kind of thought these rhythm games were fun uh it's one of the things that like i i remember when i first learned that rhythm games were kind of like a thing uh and i think that was when like ddr became super popular do you remember when ddr first broke big in like 98 96 maybe even earlier than that when they had like the the plastic pad you could throw down um to play like the olympics or something on the nintendo yeah, oh, the the power pad. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a rhythm in it for track and field. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But like, I'm thinking, I'm talking more like when DDR was like huge, and you had kids playing in like comic shops on like those giant metal like pads. Two thousand one, like, jumping on like all the arrows and everything. I remember seeing people like playing that and being like, "How do people even kind of keep up with, you know, that rhythm and that type of like flow?" And the cool thing when they like, grab onto the bars, you know you're in for a real show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Um, and I, I feel like it used to be everywhere. Uh, and now that rhythm games are on the uh, home console, the cool thing is Musenix is like um, it's kind of like a merged, handheld version of DDR or slash Guitar Hero uh, in a way. It's laid out that the same way that Guitar Hero is, where as you're playing it, you kind of have um, like a play field that goes. That, that progresses as the song goes on. Um, it's pretty neat because you have the option to be able to use uh, the keys or you can actually press the screen. So That's really good. Depending on how you want to do it, um, you know, it's really up to you. Uh, so if you're playing handheld, like with the with the controller, I can see how like that. I, I played it both. I tried touching the screen, and I actually had a better experience touching the screen than I did using the controller. Mm -hmm. um, despite having to switch this long, sometimes I still forget where one of the buttons is. Like I get I get them like screwed up. Uh, we jump between PS4 too much. Exactly. Um, but like being able to like touch it, I feel like I had a better time. And if I would have detached the Joy Cons, I probably would have been able to like grip it like a little bit better yeah. and get to some of those places on uh, the screen a little bit more. But you have a bunch of different difficulties to choose from. Music from like all genres. Uh, my like I knew what I was getting with this game, and I feel like in in like one area where it shines is I like the graphics. Like everything looks like super pretty, uh, and it's not something that you have to be like a god at in order to be good. Like I'm traditionally not very good at the rhythm games. I played Guitar Hero, and 
Like, I wasn't that great at that either. But I feel like you can just be, like, a regular person, play this game, and still get, like, you know, they have, like, A rank. You can still get, like, a good score on this. So it's not like you have to be, like, a god in order to unlock everything. Uh, you can play it just as a regular person uh, and still have fun. Uh, and I love the, uh, the idea that they have so much content constantly being pushed to this. So you're not getting stuck with, like, the same type of songs. Uh, and I love that there's all different genres as well. So it's not just, like, like like all like anime music you know <laughs> yeah. like, if you ever look at like some of like the ddr things or anything like that like you're like what like what is this at this point if it's not from death note or parasite i don't know what it is <laughs> so i'm just like i mean i guess i'll play this song uh but in terms of uh rhythm games that are available i think this one is cool and the price point on the switch um i mean it's not as expensive as some of the more expensive titles but um for 29.99 or if you were able to pick it up over on amazon where it was on sale for prime for 20 bucks i definitely think uh it's worth it and this is a good like entry level one uh you, you can just look at this and you'll know like what what to do uh and with a different variety of songs i feel like that's good i'm a fan i'm a fan i'm gonna give this um i like this man like i feel like it doesn't like under deliver nor does it over promise uh, i feel like it's a four out of five four out of five that's pretty beautiful yeah um I definitely would want to check something like this out because on an earlier episode, I reviewed Pianista, and unfortunately, that game at the oh, time yeah. did not have the ability to do touchscreen, and that's all I wanted because you're supposed to be playing a piano. I just wanted to tickle those ivories. Mm -hmm. Couldn't touchscreen, had to keep pressing X and left, and I'm like, that's not cool. That's not that's not how this works. But even better though, because you had the idea of like, what if I could use this with the uh, with the labo? Yes, yes. If you could just do the actual piano that the labo gives you, you mm -hmm. it would be amazing. It'd be so cool. But unfortunately, uh, it was ahead of its time. I would say. Anywho, uh, today I am going to be reviewing Streets of Rogue, not Rage. Streets of Rogue. It is $19.99, and you get 100 gold coins when you buy it Digit Alley. Fight, sneak, and hack your way through randomly generated cities in an anarchy-riddled twin-stick rogue light RPG immersive sim that goes completely insane. Streets of Rogue is a rogue light about player choice, freedom, and anarchic fun. The game takes inspiration from fast-paced, top-down rogue lights and adds freeform, experimentation-driven, emergent gameplay elements of immersive sims and RPGs. Rather than taking place in a dungeon, the game is set in a functioning, procedurally generated city, where complex AI informs denizens from all walks of life who are just trying to get by in their daily activities. In order to progress, the player will need to accomplish specific mission goals in any way they see fit through the use of their special character traits, items, and the environment. Will you play as a soldier who shoots first and asks questions later? A stealthy doctor who uses chloroform and tranquilizer darts to take down the opposition? Or how about a gorilla rescuing other caged gorillas to form a small mobilized gorilla army? It is currently available, and it is... Honestly, a, a, a pretty decent time. Um, I would definitely describe it as a cross between, say, GTA and Enter the Gungeon. If you've ever played any of those, and when I say GTA, I mean the OG GTA. Like, original, top-down GTA. Um, and the game treats you like that. It, it's very responsive. Um, very... Uh, very different between all the characters. You, you really do have a lot of options to play here. I believe there were 12 characters in total, maybe 
maybe a lot more. I know that I played at least 12 of them. Um, and they're all very, very different with the way they handle. Like, the gorilla is mostly just punching things, and then a super stronger punch. Um, you can unlock so many interesting power-ups, and that's what really kept me going, because I wanted to see all these different, uh, what they called mutations. Um, so obviously I was a soldier, and I had it, so that way when you killed someone, their body just exploded. Because why not? And just about every single mission, I just shot the person dead, and then continued on. <laughs> I just, I ran around this city and blew everything up. And it was a lot of fun because it's it's that sort of 16-bit style. Um, again, very reminiscent of the original GTA or, say, uh, The Walking Vegetables Radical Edition, another game that we reviewed. Um, a lot of similarities there. Uh, my only real gripes are that the music wasn't that great. Um, it was okay. It, it was okay. And aside from that, it, I don't know. The, the levels all felt very, very similar, but at the same time, they're not the same because they're procedurally generated, but they all just felt very, very similar, and and it's just the sort of different Tetris-style pattern, like if you just messed up at Tetris, that's what you see on the map, and you know, that that's okay, it just felt a little repetitive after time. It's funny, I feel like we see that like a lot from these procedurally generated games, you know, which are supposed to be like, you know, a different level all the time, but like, I mean, yeah, different, but like, is it, it still feel the same? Yeah, and that and that's sort of the shortcoming of this is that there's not necessarily enough variety there. Um, but the fact that you can unlock so many different characters, the fact that you can unlock so many different mutations, and really make this game be exactly what you want it to be. It's pretty cool that you can do that, and like I said, it was actually a lot of fun. So because of that, I am going to give Streets of Rogue a 4 out of 5. Awesome, man. Two solid scores this episode. Yeah. I feel like you gotta be I gotta, you gotta be happy with that here on the, on the Switch It Up show. You know, it's not always perfect. We try to review games of all different shapes, sizes, uh, you know, calibers, if you will. Sometimes a game's good, and sometimes a game is not that great. And in the event that it's not, remember, you can always switch it up. <laughs>